What is up, guys? My name's Jordan. I'm back with my old man, Howie, for this special Halloween edition of the Jacob's Dynasty Sports Podcast. Special Halloween edition. What are we going to do to make it special? What? Boo, who? Boo, who? What are we going to do to make it special? Give the fans what they want. Absolutely. I'm all pumped because I just saw that the sequel to A Christmas Story, a movie that came out in the 1980s, I remember it. And I'm, I don't even celebrate Christmas. We're Jewish. It's coming out in November on HBO Max, exclusively streaming. HBO is not sponsoring us yet, but they might be knocking on our door any day now. And Peter Billingsley, who played Ralphie, is going to be returning as the star. Gotta it's love like it. It's like Cobra Kai. You know, you only dream and of this stuff. Speaking of Cobra Kai, guess what I'm being for Halloween? Johnny uh, Lawrence. Okay, I was going to guess something different. Oh. But, okay. What are you That's being? Cool, what are you being? Uh, Elvis Presley. Do you know who Elvis Presley is? Yes, I do. I'm all shook up. Uh-huh. Okay, last time it was last time it was thirty seconds. We have a new record for the cringe. How long it takes for my old man to be cringe, and it was a minute and thirty seconds this time. But we're getting better. You ain't nothing but. Oh my god! And th- thank you for listening. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So yeah, Christmas stories coming out. Halloween's around the corner. Michigan State, Michigan. Yeah, where are you going to be for Halloween? You're going to be right in Ann Arbor for Michigan State, Michigan at our tailgate. And we're going to have Red Bull, DJ. It's going to be a fun weekend. And Red Bull's going to be calling us for a sponsorship. They're going to be lining up. For those of you listening, we are wide open to adding to our sponsorship list. We are. But so yeah, so big matchup Saturday night. Even though Michigan State three and four, they've beaten Michigan. I think like four out of the last six times they've played, despite Michigan being favored every time. So this is really this is like Michigan State's college football championship Saturday night, and I think the guys on Michigan Wolverines are looking to make another statement against Michigan State. I guess there's some sort of cup, actually, or trophy that the winning team gets for, like, the championship of Michigan. Yeah, but... It's pretty cool. It's pretty much two big, two big Big Ten games. Got Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State. And if Ohio State and Michigan win, it looks like, once again, it's going to come down to the old Thanksgiving, the game. I'm not. I'm not getting ahead of ourselves. Nah, so we right. never know what can happen in some of these matchups. But one thing I will say that is sort of interesting, historically, when you look at the level of competition in the Big Ten, it doesn't seem like it matches. Maybe it's just this year, you know, with, with Georgia and Alabama and then Tennessee and Clemson. Kentucky. So well, Clemson's not in the SEC, but you got Kentucky, Ole Miss, um, Georgia, Bama, Tennessee, yeah, LSU. It's like, yeah, all those teams. Yep. By the way, an interesting thing I wanted to mention is 
I'm a big fan of like uh, Rich Kleinman and Boardroom. I don't know if, if if our listeners know who Rich Kleinman is, but he's he's actually like Kevin Durant's business manager. And there's an interview circulating right now, a podcast. I have no problem giving shout outs to just good content with Joe Pompliano interviewing Rich Kleinman, just sort of about how he got into his position with Kevin Durant. And it's just a great listen if you have a chance to check it out. You know, like Rich Kleinman is a guy who just really grew up. He wanted to be a professional basketball player, wanted to play basketball for the Knicks. And I guess basically he realized he wasn't going to achieve that dream. He was like a big rap hip-hop fan too. And anyway, he ended up parlaying that into a relationship with Kevin Durant. And now they have like a, a platform where they're investing in a bunch of different companies and stuff. Just very interesting. But I know we, we got to keep the ball rolling because we only have limited time to do the show. Another big week in the NFL just passed. Another big week in the NFL coming up. Another London game on Saturday more on Sunday morning. Again, we're like in somewhat bizarro world with the Jets and the Giants. Yeah. So I just I wanted to ask you a question. So if I were to yep. tell you which matchup do you think has the highest combined records between the two teams, Ravens Buccaneers. Yep. 49ers Rams. Packers Bills or Giants Seahawks. Well, it's a loaded question, but I assume it's the Giants Seahawks just because <laughs> the Giants, I don't even know how many teams have at least six wins, but it's probably only like counted on Eagles and Bills. Actually, I think just the Giants and Eagles because of the buys, but I'm assuming the Bills would have had six by now, but and then we know Seattle's had at least a decent year because there's been so much talk yeah. about Geno versus Russell Wilson. But listen, that's the NFL. Injuries, teams, it's like, you know, surpassing expectations. Daniel Jones is the NFC Offensive Player of the Week. He only has two interceptions. I think that's the second lowest or tied for the second lowest of any quarterback. In fact, I saw an article today with by Boardroom, Rich Kleinman, Evan Grant's company, where they were trying to project what Daniel Jones' contract is going to be, assuming the Giants re-sign him. But he's on a very similar path to Josh Allen under the same regime in Buffalo. Just very similar path. Yeah. Starting to learn how to use his legs, identifying openings. And when, when you have a running back who can run and who's dangerous, a quarterback who can run and throw the ball, that's just going to open you up to a variety of different plays. Yo. It's a beautiful thing to watch if you're a fan. By the way, I think Jordan, you should at least touch upon the fact that the Yankees got eliminated this weekend. So. We'll, we'll get to that later. Okay. But let's kick it off. Thursday Night no Football. Thursday Night Football. Another decent matchup on paper. You got the Ravens and the Buccaneers, two teams that have been underwhelming so far this year. And crazy thing is, if the Buccaneers lose this week, Against the Ravens and the Panthers beat the Falcons, which is doable. The Panthers will have sole possession of first place in their division. But one thing, one thing I did notice, by the way, that'd be crazy. But that the Buccaneers have only played two home games so far this season. I think they have three, three home games in a row. Okay, but then again, they should not be losing to the Panthers. They should not be losing to the Panthers. What, what, What can I say to that? They were one of the more disappointing teams in the NFL so far this year. Yeah. But but let's kick it off. Ravens, Buccaneers, looking at fantasy-wise. Once again, 
Raven, Ravens backfield has always been a it's mess. A mess. <laughs> it's a mess, but if you had to choose one guy, maybe Gus well, Edwards. Only Gu- after last week. Yeah. Because I mean, the week before it was Kenyon Drake. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I really don't know if you could start any guy. And the only running back you're starting in Baltimore is Lamar Jackson. <laughs> um, Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, Justin Tucker, those are the main three there. They're the spark of the offense. I expect Mark Andrews to have a bounce back week this week. And I know Cle- Cleveland actually admitted they, they, they game plan to stop him. The only thing is he did miss practice yesterday. I would assume yeah. it's just the rest day. And on the Buccaneer side, ugh, I don't even know. I don't even know if you could start Brady, but there's a lot of buys this week, so I think you still got to roll them out there as hard as it, it as hard as it is to say. And then you got Fournette, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. They, they've still put up decent numbers in all types of leagues, even though Mike Evans' drop last week was laughable. Like, oh, that was bad. And then, really and if if you li- if you listen last week, one of my guys, Kate and I said not a bad start with Cameron Braid out, and he produced double digits for PPR. And if Cameron Braid's out again, I think he could start him up once again. I would agree. And Ryan suck up, obviously, he's one of the best kickers so far this year. Yeah, had but, a bad week last week. But not not so his fault. Yeah, not. I'm not starting the Bucks defense. I didn't drop them yet. Oh, I have to. I have to get them out of my lineup for tomorrow. Forgot. Messiah. What? I don't know. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right, but that does it for the Thursday night game. And lucky enough, right when you wake up on Sunday after a long day of tailgating on Saturday, we got a London game. Broncos Jaguars. Travis Etienne has taken over the backfield. In case you haven't heard, James Robinson was traded to the New York Jets for a six-round pick. So Etienne's stock gets a boost if it didn't already. I mean, it was clear that he was the lead guy last week. He's taken over the last two weeks. He's taken over. Trevor Lawrence establishing himself as a somewhat startable quarterback in fantasy. He runs a lot, gets rushing touchdowns, um, especially in a bye week if he's available. I don't even think he should be on waivers in any of your leagues, but if he is, he, he wouldn't be a bad start to fill in for a Patrick Mahomes type player this week. And Patrick Mahomes type? <laughs> How many players? Like 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 a bi- no, a player a player who's on by like Patrick Mahomes. And okay. then Christian Kirk, I think you could start him in PPR. He seems to have found his groove again. And another guy that I said to start last week, Evan Ingram. I did. I started him. Yeah. By the way, I think he had point one more point than Otten, at least in standard. But still, both two good starts. And then another guy I started, I said to start, was the Broncos tight end. I think Dolrich or Dolkrich is his name. He also had a good week. And an interesting thing about him is he's had two good weeks in a row on a struggling offense. And if Russell Wilson's back, I expect him to produce more, even though Russell Wilson's been awful this year but Broncos backfield similar to the Ravens a mess I don't Mike Boone's out but I know uh they just signed Marlon Mack I think Melvin I I think Latavius Murray is really the only guy and even that you're like well you got Melvin Gordon you got Melvin Gordon but I'm so down on Melvin Gordon at this point yeah Jerry Judy Sutton not must starts maybe Sutton in PPR but 
You can't trust them with the way the Broncos offense is playing. Jaguars defense has been solid. Um, and yeah, Most people are going to be starting Cortland Sutton. Yeah. Just saying. But that pretty much does it for that game. Some fantasy implications if you have ETN or some guy on the Jaguars offense. But Some guy. Yeah, a guy on the Jaguars offense. But guy. it's always nice to have early morning football to watch just to clear your mind before the onslaught of games coming later in the day. Yeah, 12 um, hours of football. 24 hours of football. And we've finally reached a matchup where I don't think anyone is startable. Panthers Falcons. I I really do not think wow. a single if, if Chuba I'd Hubbard. DJ, I'd say DJ Moore. I would say who had a little bit of a resurgence this past week. Because listen, what, one thing that the quarterbacks on the Panthers didn't do early in the season is just listen. You, you just throw to the most talented guy on your offense. Yeah. If, if I think it's DJ Moore. If Chuba is out, Chuba Chuba is out. I think you could also start Dante Foreman in PPR leagues. He had a great week last week, and. Yeah. He, I don't even think he was listed as the starter, and he finished he with like. Ch- Chuba got banged up. Yeah, but if if Chuba's playing, too hard to tell who's the starter there. And then on the Falcon side, I I don't really. I'm not even sure if it's pronounced Chuba. Yeah. To be honest with you. On the on the Falcon side, I don't even know if you could safely say like to start anyone, including Kyle Pitts. It's just. Offense is not good. Mariota only threw 13 passes last week. Drake yeah. London had a dud. Pitts had a dud. Algier showed some life, but he's going to be the starter for one more week, and Patterson is expected to be back next week. So I think the only guy that you could safely start is – I don't even know if safely is the correct word, but a guy that you could start is DJ Moore in that game. Yeah, and by the way, just rewinding a second to the Tampa Bay game on Thursday night, Richard White – I'm not sure he's at a point where you're starting him as a low-end flex. But each week, like, Leonard Fournette has not been great this year. Yes, he has. Yes? I'm pretty sure he he's has. Been great. He, he's I'm been great. I'm just saying Rashard White is a good bench. Leonard Fournette is RB. Leonard Fournette is, Leonard Fournette is RB6 in PPR, averaging 17 points a week. Okay. I'm just saying. It's not if you have room for a bench stash. If Rashard White's available in your league, he's not a bad pickup. Not starting him, but he's a bench stash. Mm-hmm. Moving on. on. To the first of the 1 o'clock game. That was the first 1 o'clock game. Second 1 o'clock on game. The second of the 1 o'clock game. Bears-Cowboys. Weesh. Yeah. Bears actually had a decent win against what seemed to be a solid Patriots day. Yeah. However. Jekyll and Hyde. Um, Darnell Mooney actually has been producing as of lately. He's been better. And Justin Fields is slowly emerging as a fantasy startable quarterback because of his rushes. One of the things that the Bears did for the first time this past week is they actually drew up running plays for Justin Fields. For the first time all season, they said that they watched Lamar Jackson. And according to a lot of fantasy experts, that vaults Justin Fields to a high QB2, low QB1 with upside positions so i would agree yeah. with you justin Fields is probably startable this week and maybe i don't know if he's startable this week against a tough cowboys defense that's actually a good point i stand cowboys right. defense has been incredible absolutely incredible this year they're very good yep. trayvon diggs leading the way along with um michael parsons 
But on the Bears' side, Montgomery and Herbert seem to have split the backfield as of lately, with Montgomery getting the edge. I think you could start Montgomery as a flex, but don't have too much confidence in him and expect him to produce RB1, RB2 numbers. Darnell Mooney also has been catching some... He's been heating up as of late. He's been better. And the coach of the Bears said with the running backs, he's going to go with the hot hand. So it is possible that Herbert might end up taking over at some point. But Yeah, like Dar- Darnell Mooney, last four games, 13, 7, 14, 8. He's been doing a little better, getting... Definitely getting targets. He's had. Yeah, he's got at least a twenty five percent. Yeah, he he's had twenty. He, he's averaging seven targets over his last four games, which is yeah. pretty good. And then on the Cowboy side, Zeke banged up after last week. If Zeke is out, he pa- may not play. Pollard may is not play. Pollard is a must start if Zeke yep. is out. Top ten, top ten. I read today that Ezekiel Elliott has only missed four practices in his career. That's so if nuts. he's banged up, then. Most likely banged up. Um, you could start Dak. You could start CeeDee Lamb. Uh, uh, Dal- uh, Dalton Schultz is not a must he's start. Back. He's what? Dalton Schultz is not a must start. I honestly would go with Otten and Dolrich over him. Schultz has just not been good this year at all. He, but he hasn't had Dak, don't forget. He had yeah, Dak last week and didn't do much. But... But that pretty much does it for that game. You're starting your studs. Not a lot of studs, though, in that game. Um, By the way, just as an aside, I have AEW Wrestling on right now, and I know but nobody cares. But Cesaro, or, or Claudio Castagnoli, just did his spin, where he spins around in the ring, does it without like getting sick to the stomach, while he had somebody draped over his back. Freakish strength, folks. Anyway, next game. Yep. Sorry for the bad connection issue for that past 30 seconds. Just a little audio issue, but should be resolved now. Sorry. You're good. Um, Lions, or Dolphins, Lions. Lions have looked absolutely awful as yeah, of late. And they, they were putting up decent offensive numbers in their first three games, but ever since they've been awful. On the Dolphins side, Tua... I love Tua, I love Waddle, I love Hill in this matchup. I like Raheem Mostert in this matchup too. Raheem Mostert's taking over the backfield there, and he's emerging as an RB2. Yep. On the Lions side, if Swift is back, I think you got to start him. Amon Ra, TJ Hawkinson. Josh Reynolds had a rough week last week. He's been banged up as of lately, but I think you could start him at a flex. If you need someone, he definitely gets his target share. And that pretty much does it for that game. I expect I expect a high scoring game for that. And now I hope, I hope. Like you said, the Lions have been disappointing after a fast start offensively. Yep. Moving on. This one actually has a lot of fantasy implications. You got Cardinals Vikings. Vikings are five and one. One of the better teams in the league. Taking on Kyler and D Hop. D Hop back last week. I think he had nine or ten catches he had like a 50% target share yeah no Marquise Brown no Marquise Brown there definitely helps him um and Kyler you gotta start him just mobile quarterback gets his rushing yards and if James Connor's out again start up you know Benjamin you saw it last week that Connor did practice today oh Zach Ertz yep Zach Ertz you're obviously starting then on the Viking side pretty much every offensive player there 
Dalvin, Justin Jefferson, Thielen, all startable, high-powered offense. Vikings look good recently. And that, that game should be a fun one. I expect a lot of points, a lot of fantasy owners watching that one. Just a lot of people to watch for in that game. We got three more 1 o'clock games. Not the best, really not good ones, but you got the Raiders-Saints. Raiders side, Josh Jacobs. Fantasy, uh, fantasy owners yeah, must be happy because he's definitely like out. Number two, number three running back. Yeah, he, he's in the Saquon Chubb level. At Eckler, not Eckler. Eckler's in a league of his own. But Chubb, Saquon level. Three touchdowns last week. 150 yards, I think. He's been an absolute monster. Devontae Adams also getting targets and catches left and right. And... Darren Waller was injured last week. Should be back this week. I think you could start him against a rough Saints defense. And on the Saints side, last week... I think they're starting Dalton again, by the way. Yeah, Dalton actually put up a lot of stats last week, but some were negative, some were positive. I think the only guys you could really start there are Kamara and Olave. And if Michael Thomas plays, I think you got to start him too. And a tight end to look out for if you need one, Juwan Johnson... He had 22 PPR points last week, so definitely someone to look into if you want to stash him on the bench, or if you need a guy to replace Kelsey this week, you could do that too. Um, you want to take Patriots Jets? Yeah, Patriots Jets. Obviously, disappointing injury for Bryce Hall. Brees, Brees, Brees Hall, Brees Hall, Brees Lightning, and the Jets traded for James Robinson. And, you know, right away, which shows that they're pretty serious about continuing to field a strong team. I think this week is going to be a little bit of a mishmash in terms of Robinson, Mike Johnson, Michael Turner. Carter. Michael Carter. Michael Carter. Michael Carter. (laughs) Michael Turner. (laughs) Michael Douglas. Yeah, I just don't think I would play anybody in the Jets' backfield. Instantly for the Jets, I don't know that there's anybody a sure thing that you're playing. To, to tell you the truth, you're not playing Zach Wilson, and there are wide receivers. They just haven't been passing the ball that much. It's gonna be yeah. interesting. Well, one 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 thing to look out for in the Jets game though that not offensively but defensively, the Jets defense is top five this year in fantasy, and the Patriots they've been struggling lately. They really only have one offensive player doing all their work, and it's Ramondre Stevenson, who should be the only guy you start for the... Uh, no, Jaco- Jacoby Meyer would probably start also. But again, these two teams, they have a long rivalry. They usually play each other tough. Uh, even if they're the Patriots late in against the Bears on Monday Night Football, I'm still not so sure the Jets are going to win this game. I think yeah. it's going to be a low score and close game where the Jets' defense might actually be the difference. Yeah, but Ramondre... Definitely start him. He's been an absolute yes. beast. And Jacoby Myers, PPR, definitely startable too. And for the last 1 o'clock game, I believe we have the Steelers and Eagles. And the Eagles just made a big trade. Today, yeah, right? Eagles got Robert Quinn from the Bears, an absolute monster on defense. And that you could just tell the Eagles want it bad this year. They have the offense, Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, Dallas Got Dallas Goddard, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, all bang bang players for fantasy and for the Eagles. Just absolutely bang bang player. What's a bang bang player? Just just players who do it all. I mean, all five of them have excelled this year. All bang bang. Bang bang. And on the Steelers, 
it's tough with that quarterback. Kenny Pickett is just not a lot of upside for any player, including Deontay Johnson. It's just Najee. Najee. It, Najee I think you can start Najee just because he'll get you your good 12, 13 points. But bang, bang. It, it's, just, it's just a tough, tough like offense for the Steelers. Yeah, I was reading that like Chase Claypool might get traded because they've got Claypool. What's the name of the rookie? George Pickens. George Pickens had a go big last week, but I don't expect him to repeat against a tough Eagles day. Yeah, and by the way, Pat, Pat Fryermuth had a good game last week, but our good friend Sam Brill pointed out to me, he's actually, if you have him, he's a sell-high candidate because apparently he got like six of his nine catches on the last drive of the game and the last two drives of the game when they were trying to score some points in comeback mode. Yeah, but Eagles should win that game. Because uh, of bang, bang. Please stop. Thank you. Um, moving on, we got... I just like when you come up with new monikers to describe fantasy teams. Thank you. Go ahead. Bang, bang. And we got four late, clock. Four late clock games this week. Titans-Texans starting it off. This honestly, I think it's just a battle of two running backs: Derrick Henry versus Damian Pierce. That that really does it. Brandon Cooks has been in trade talks. I expect him to get traded. I wouldn't be surprised if he went to the Packers. I think that would be a great addition for Rodgers. Get, get finally get finally gets his guy. Um, but who knows? A team like the Giants can come out of nowhere and get their wide receiver one. But I I, I expect the Packers to make a push for either Brandon Cooks or DJ Moore. I just think both of them would fit. Rodgers, well, yep. they're both deep ball threats. They can do it all. And that pretty much does it for that game. Moving on, another crappy game. Commanders, Colts. Matt Ryan officially has become the Ugh. backup quarterback to Sam Ellinger, I think his name is. He went to Texas. Edinger or something like that. I think Frank Reich's, uh he's on the chopping block if he doesn't you know, right the ship here. Yeah, but... I, I think this is better for Jonathan Taylor because usually the younger quarterbacks or inexperienced usually like to dump off the balls to the running back. So Jonathan Taylor, I expect to get an even he, – he's going to go from RB2 to low RB1 level for this season with Ellinger. Michael Pittman, all the wide receivers there get a downgrade. I think you could still start Pittman, though, just because he's the top guy there. He gets the targets in PPR. He gets the points from catches. And then on the commander side, Terry McLaurin rejuvenated with Taylor Heineke. Uh, you could start him. Curtis Samuel also had a decent week. I think you could start him too in PPR. And Brian Rob Gibson is still lurking around in that backfield. I think he had a better game than Brian Robinson last week. So Another mishmash. Yeah. So it's, bang, it's, bang. it's really Jonathan Taylor, Pittman, uh, McLaurin, Curtis Samuel. That pretty much does yeah. it. McLaurin's having like a little bit of a revival because I think last year Heineke also used to throw to him a lot. So, you know, <coughs> he, he definitely has moved up a little bit. I agree. Now for the two better 425 games. 49ers-Rams, divisional matchup. Both of these teams really need a win. Yeah. Um, y- You got two really high-powered offenses. 49ers... <laughs> I think every single person on the 49ers offense is startable. I think you can start the center. I think yeah, you, Jimmy guards. Jimmy G, Christian McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk, uh, Kittle. Debo's banged up. 
Debo mispractice. Kittle. If, if, and was being on by the foul week, Debo play. Yeah, in, in case you didn't hear that due to the connection, Debo banged up. And if he doesn't play this week, a guy to look out for on waivers, Ray Ray McLeod. He had a great game last week and definitely worth a look at if you need a guy to fill in for Debo, to fill in for a guy like Juju, Mike Williams, who are on by this week. And on the Rams side, I think Cooper Cup and Higby are the only two that you could yep. start. Until you see like an Allen Robinson putting up more consistent numbers, I would agree with you. Might not even be starting Stafford this week if you have a better option. And now, for on paper, the best game of the week, Giants-Seahawks. And once again, we go back. I, I We've gone from one startable player to two startable players on the Giants. You got Saquon and now Daniel Jones. I think you could start Daniel Jones now just because of his running ability. He had, I think he had 100 yards rushing last week, and that's 10 points alone without his passing. So A lot of experts have him ranked in the top 10, actually, which is hard to believe. Geno Smith and, and Daniel Jones, two of the top 12 quarterbacks for week eight. From the NFL. Yeah, so that pretty much does it for the Giants. I think Slayton can also... Maybe Wandell. I think Wandell Robinson. And Slayton. The flex. Slayton had a... Uh, he hasn't been, been that great. He had one good game two weeks ago. Yeah. Saquon, obviously. And then on the Seahawks side, Geno, Kenneth Walker, Lockett. I don't expect DK to play this week, getting carted off, leaving the game early. But if he does, you can start him too. And no, he, if he doesn't, Marquise Yeah, Goodwin Marquise Goodwin. He's the dark row. Yep, I I'm agree. Sorry. Marquise Goodwin. And I think that does it for that game. Bang, bang. And then... Sunday night, another uh, – this is probably going to be a blowout, even though before the season everyone expected this to be a top game. Packers-Bills. Yeah. Uh, on the Bills, I mean, Josh Allen-Diggs, great duo. You got Singletary, Dawson Knox, Gabe Davis, all those guys. You can start a Bills defense, Tyler Bass, pretty much every fantasy-relevant player on the Bills. Packers side, Aaron Jones, I think you could start – in both leagues. He might be it, actually. Robert Tunyon, maybe. And and Lazard. Lazard gets his targets. Well, he's, he's banged up, so you have to make sure he's playing. And in an interview on the Pat McAfee show, Aaron Rodgers basically threw all of his wide receivers on the bus. Yeah, it, it, so I, I don't know where I, that's I, I actually started Rodgers last, last week, and it, it was just sad watching. All his receivers just don't. They're just not good. They drop passes. But... I really do expect the Packers to trade for a Brandon Cooks, DJ Moore type of guy. They better. Pat McAfee actually said McAfee, maybe Aaron McAfee, McAfee. McAfee said maybe Aaron Rodgers should give one of his uh, MVP trophies to uh, Devontae Adams. By the way, Jordan, is, is college game day in Ann Arbor this weekend or no? Oh, that's a good question. I'm going to look it up right now. I don't think so. but I don't think so either. But I mean, there's not a lot I know. of other. Well, maybe they're in Happy Valley. For Ohio State. Jackson State. State. Oof. For Deion okay. Sanders. I guess they're not coming to Ann Arbor this week, unless they, or this season, unless they come for the Illinois game. No, nah, they're, they're going to. No, they wouldn't come for Illinois because I think. Well, then that's it. No, they'll be at Ohio State for Michigan, Ohio State. I would agree, but that's Ohio State. 
I agree. But, but it's like Fox Noon kickoff has been in Ann Arbor twice, I think. And they're going to Ohio anyway. State. Whatever. Yeah. La- last game of the week. They're going to Ohio this week? Yeah. Or Penn okay. State, Penn State, Penn State. Okay. And for the last game, Bengals-Browns. Joe Burrow, Bengals. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. Starting to hit his stride. Lit, lit up last week. Bang, J- bang. Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, Hayden Hurst. All those guys start. And Tyler Boyd. Can't forget about him. He, yeah, but do you think you're starting Tyler Boyd? Because, by the way, before we went on this recording, I was offered Khalil Herbert, Gabe Davis, and Tyler Boyd in .5 PPR for Kenneth Walker, Zach Ertz, and Chase Edmonds. No way. It's awful. Why? Because of Kenneth Walker? Yes. Okay. Gotta fix your audio. Gotta fix your audio, dude. Gotta fix your audio. I don't know why. What's the problem? I don't know. Maybe one of the fans can help. But Bengals-Browns, I talked about them. Cincinnati. On the Brown side, Nick Chubb, Mari Cooper, start him up. Kareem Hunt, Not. I don't think he's startable, but watch out because I think he might be on the move soon. I'm just trying to think of teams that could possibly trade for him. Uh, got any ideas? Like, yeah, the Chiefs. How about the Kansas City? I mean, I don't know if they would take him back after what he did, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens, if they're willing to trade interdivision. The Ra- I feel like the Ravens have so many running backs right now. I'm trying to think of what other team. I mean, McCaffrey just I, went. So I wouldn't be surprised if he went to the Bills either. That would be a good landing spot for him. Or the Rams, one of those two. Yeah, Wakanda forever. That had nothing to do with fantasy, but okay. Um, and that pretty much does it. Sponsors, bro. Looking for sponsors. Do you want to just circle the wagons on the Yankees? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, Yankees, sad. They got swept by the Astros. Phillies out of nowhere, underdog story. Knocked off the Padres, who knocked off the Dodgers and the Mets. They're in the World Series. Should be live, insane crowds at... All seven games, if it were to take seven games to finish the World Series, but where in Philadelphia, Houston? Yeah, I, I just expect a lot of pandemonium. Okay. Both pandemonium. Yeah, cringe. I don't know, but bang, bang bang. NBA also kicked off last week. Some early insights. Pelicans look phenomenal. Their their offense is ridiculous. Ingram. Zion, McCollum, Valanchunas. Then you got guys like Herbert Jones. They beat the Mavericks last night without Ingram and Zion. Crazy. And some surprises. Lakers look bad. Lakers look bad. Some surprises. Damian Lillard and the Blazers are 4-0. I don't even know how that is possible. But they don't have any, like, they just have Dame. Yep, agreed. Bucks are on yeah, the Simmons, maybe. Yeah, he's been good, but only other undefeated oops, excuse me, is the Bucks and oops. that's it. Bucks are two and zero, taking on the Nets right now, tied up. Um and I Knicks are two and one. Knicks are two and one, beating the Hornets by ten right now. No, the Suns are playing well. They beat the Golden State Warriors. Harden's playing well despite the Sixers losing. They're actually down by 10 against the Raptors. Luka Doncic, man on a mission. I think he wants that MVP. 
very badly. He's been playing yeah, lights I mean, out. Really, nobody else on that team. Yeah, he's been playing lights out. Jokic, Giannis, getting their stats. I'm trying to think of any other player that's really stood out. Like you said, John Moran obviously looks great. Yeah, John Morant looks great. Giannis, Tatum, Celtics look great. John Morant, Curry. Yeah, just... Julius look- Randle. Yeah. Uh, and Always th- a lot of good stuff going on in the sports world. I agree. But I think that pretty much does it for the podcast. Another episode. Week nine, week eight in the NFL. Yep. Not even halfway yet, which is crazy. Hard to believe. And a lot of injuries. They just keep piling up. Yep. But until next time. Before we sign off. Until next time. What'd you say? What was the phrase? You want to say it for me? What was the phrase that you coined today? Panamonium bang bang. Bang bang. And thank you for listening to... The Jacob's Dynasty Sports Podcast. Have a great Halloween. Stay safe. Get some candy. Enjoy Halloween football. Browns, Bengals. Should be a great weekend of sports once again. A lot of stuff to look for. Sorry for the cringe. Goodbye.